0: It's half eight in the morning, and I'm joining care assistant Inga for her morning calls. It's
1: actually open.
0: <laughs> We're gonna knock, yeah?
1: Hello! Hi, Juliana!
0: Originally from Latvia, Inga has worked for Bluebird Care in Dublin for the last seven years.
1: Everybody expects you'll be on time, so you kind of pressure, mm-hmm. especially in mornings when it's traffic.
0: Inga is one of more than 20,000 home care workers, employed both privately and by the HSE. Actually, I was
1: coming to Ireland and I work as a florist. Oh! And then I have my kids and I couldn't do that job anymore because of time. So this job is very flexible, so I work between the school run. It's very good for people who need flexible jobs.
0: So it may be flexible, but the job is isn't easy.
1: For example, now we're going to call it's the lady with dementia. So it's two people going there. She's not in the house, but she's having the path So, and she don't want to be changed. So she's keeping the, everything what is on her. She's want to keep. Okay. So it's kind of difficult call.
0: But Inga says there are certainly laughs to be had along the way. One lady, she live alone,
1: and she have dementia as well you know she's kind of living in the past 1916-1918 when the trouble in the ireland you know and then uh, i just went to at her house and i under the stairs was the hoover and i just opened the door and there was a big ruffle inside the gun
2: a big rifle and i was like
1: and i was like thinking she's alone she's nothing full my like one day she's gonna stand in the door and just shoot me when I open
0: <laughs> Inga's not the only care with stories to tell.
2: Well I used to attend this lady anyway, and from the day I started she used to call me Mary. So no matter how many times I told her my name was Joanne, she still called me Mary. <laughs> so I had to investigate, you know, who Mary was or was there a Mary, Do you know, because mm-hmm. this lady had dementia. So anyway, Mary was a nurse that she worked with years ago and was a very good friend of hers. Oh. So every day her face lit up, thinking her friend was coming to visit her. Well, I had to learn a lot about Mary because she's trying to try and catch me out on questions. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, she said to me one day, you know, how's your wee boy doing? And I says, well, I've only got two girls. And she says, no, you don't, do you <laughs> have a boy.
0: Joanne is a healthcare assistant with the HSE. How
2: many cups of tea do you think you have a day? <laughs> Well I tried to limit that. I do tell them there's nowhere on the road that I can go to the toilet. So.
0: <laughs> Though Joanna loves
2: her job, she hardly had any choice in the matter. Well I work in rural Cavan. I'm eighteen years a carer. I suppose I got into it like Karen kinda of would be in my family. My mum's a carer, my granny was a carer, my daughter's a nurse, so you would get a lot back from the clients that you attend. Yeah. I um had an operation a couple of years ago. I got flowers sent to the hospital, I got flowers left at my front door, I got cards posted, I got phone calls every day. These were just from clients knowing that like, I'd had an operation. Do you know, for them to think about you as much as you think about them is nice. Oh, it's very rewarding. It's very rewarding to know that they're able to be at home because you go and attend to them every day. Many couples are also
0: kept at home together because of carers like Joanne and Inga. I'm supposed to just
1: never get around to doing it, but I should because... OK, can I speak Well, you're speaking
0: a lot, Paolo. Just let me explain about the
1: respite. There are many respite places. We fight a lot, Paolo and myself. Still, we still (laughs) fight. We always fought we still fight.
0: Former teacher Kathleen and famed music journalist Paolo met in Italy in the late 70s.
1: I heard of a job going in Rome and they, they allowed me to go before I did my H-dip because the Pope lived in Rome so I couldn't lose my religion. But of course that's exactly what happened. I did lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Paolo doesn't like me to say, to say this but I'd met a lot of men before I met Paolo. <laughs> well it was the time when you could be very promiscuous and I was very lucky. <laughs> I thought he was beautiful. My gosh, my car beautiful, please. Well, Uh, I thought you were, it's me. I thought you were beautiful.
0: After looking after his elderly mother and travelling the world chasing rock stars, Paolo sadly developed MS, which has gradually left him bound to a wheelchair. Kathleen and Paolo both speak highly of the care available to them in Ireland. Certo. Definitely. Yes.
3: I think this one compared to Italy, to Europe. is wonderful, (laughs) you think, yeah. They became the, our sons and daughters. Our sons and daughters. We talk daughters. to them, and you know where we some you of them know, have been, we, They we, told us the stories, we tell them the stories. We become know my very friendly. Yeah, sometimes to to change uh, opinions with people. You no, know? people coming here, coming there. I say something about Italy. They say something about the place they come. Mostly from Brazil, mostly from Mexico, from Chile. Everywhere, very very nice. It's for me very nice.
0: Spirits are high in Little Italy, but back on her rounds, Inga has come across a problem that's all too familiar. No sign. No sign. Just
1: going to try again. So she's not talking on the phone. I can't hear, so I'm just going to call the bell.
0: Some of Inga's clients live alone, either because their partners have died or have moved to nursing homes. The grief and loneliness can be palpable. Sometimes they don't have the strength to even come to the door. For example, that lady, she's kind of depressed and
1: she's not eating, not drinking enough. And then there was the point that you have to ask her, do you want to call ambulance? Because you're very weak. You need to be in the people. I think them. The biggest problem, the people, it's kind of, they're stuck in their houses. They don't have any club to look forward, nothing. So they kind of
0: go down. Heritage Home Care Operations Chief Pauline Neary has seen firsthand how difficult it can be for some clients to accept
4: their need for care carer alerted us to a concern about his mental health, um, which we'd become aware of, which resulted in me going to his apartment and um, chasing him through Dunleary uh, because he was quite literally looking to end his life yeah during that that time and um so this was somebody who was having a lot of difficulty coping with the change in their physical well-being and and the future that they thought was ahead of them in that regard knew him well a fantastic man fascinating life and you know very hard to accept how things change we ended up in the lexicon library in dunleary and he, um, as he was always very gracious, said he'd get me coffee and I see him up, popping pills up at the, uh, yeah. Oh um, my God. The guards, I I call the guards, and they came amazing. Absolutely, the community guards were absolutely amazing and and brought us both to to hospital and, and he got assessed.
0: Pauline says preparing for care, both psychologically and financially, is important for all of us to do but she says the state must also recruit more carers and ready itself for a rapidly aging Ireland
4: for sure it's it's on the increase there's over a million um, people over 65 at the moment in Ireland so the demographic of that is just going to increase the providers play a huge part in actually delivering the service on behalf of the of the HSE so mm. it's a system that works um, however, it's a system that's perhaps still underfunded and not operationally as, as slick as it could be in order to really serve the best interests of, of the people waiting.
0: No one will ever get rich working in care. But some say a lack of funding leaves cares counting their pennies.
3: Of course. It's very hard, Sarah. I work during the week, Monday to Friday, in the evening. Sunday and Saturday, all day. I'm finished at nine. I have another job. I make babysitter for one family. It's impossible. You survive it with one job. It's crazy. Vanessa hails from Brazil, and like many
0: other carers in our towns and cities, she travels from client to client on an e-scooter, in rain, hail or shine.
3: Sometimes we have ten clients all day. 11, 12 clients, and this make me fast, and it's bad when it's still rain or it's cold, but when I'm awake, I say, no, I have to go, because this person needs me, mm. she needs it, you make me cry, <laughs> and I try to give my best, always, always, because... Um, When I see, I always think, say, my mom or my father or my grandmother. When I see, for example, I have this client, uh, stay with me. She's my first client. When I see her every day, she has Alzheimer's and she's 94. And when I see her every day, she smiles for me. I know she didn't know who I am, but... I'm trying to give my best for her and for everybody because it's so hard you stay in one bed and you need help for everything, for eat, for drink, for remember, take tablets. It's so hard and of course the money is important for me because I need to pay my rent, my school, but um, I really, really like my job. <laughs>